From the Ingalls Studio, this is the Northwest Georgia News Podcast from the Rome News Tribune, Calhoun Times, Catoosa Walker News, and the Polk County Standard. Today is Saturday, February 10th, and happy 81st birthday to singer Roberta Flack. I'm Keith Ippolito, and here are the stories Northwest Georgia is talking about, presented by Drake Realty. Family thanks firefighters for life-saving aid after heart attack at a gas station. Georgia brothers charged in January 6th breach of the U.S. Capitol. Couple charged with embezzling $200,000 from Calhoun Church. These stories and more are coming up in today's edition of the Northwest Georgia News Podcast. And if you're looking for community news, we encourage you to listen and subscribe. It pays to know your doctor. It pays to know your lawyer. And now more than ever, it pays to know your local real estate professional. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Drake with Drake Realty, and we have seven offices in the metro Atlanta area, including two right here in Cobb County and one at Lake Oconee. I'm the proud leader of over 700 agents here in Georgia, and we pride ourselves in professional service, whether you are the buyer or the seller. Drake Realty makes the home buying process seamless from contract to close. Our agents are a little different. They're not pushing for the quick sale and close. They are pushing for the best price and terms for their client. In other words, Drake Realty fights for you. Now's the time to buy that dream home, vacation home, or new home your family deserves. A lot of real estate agents talk big. Let my team at Drake Realty prove they will fight for you. I'm Jeffrey Drake, and I'd be honored to have my team serve you. Visit us online at drakerealty.com. And remember, it's not how quick you sell or buy. It's what the deal provides for your future. In early August, Anthony DePrima collapsed while pumping gas, prompting his wife Susan, a retired nurse, to perform CPR until firefighters from Rome Floyd Fire Department Station 7 arrived. Despite initial complications with the defibrillator, the firefighters managed to restart Anthony's heart with a second shock. He was revived in the ambulance on the way to the hospital and later underwent a quadruple bypass surgery. The DePrimas visited the fire station to express their gratitude, emphasizing the profound impact the firefighters had on saving Anthony's life. They commended the responders for their swift action and professionalism, acknowledging the pivotal role they played in Anthony's recovery. Brother Sapain Sardi, 38, and Seth Sardi, 45, from Georgia, were arrested for assaulting law enforcement officers during the January 6 U.S. Capitol breach. They face felony charges for assaulting officers, as well as misdemeanors for entering a restricted building, disorderly conduct, engaging in violence, and demonstrating inside the Capitol. Surveillance footage shows them breaching the Capitol and confronting police officers, including shoving them to temporarily resist their advance. The brothers entered Nancy Pelosi's office suite in the Capitol Rotunda before being driven out by police. Their arrest is part of ongoing efforts to hold individuals accountable for their roles in the Capitol riot, with over 1,300 people charged nationwide, including more than 450 for assaulting law enforcement. A Calhoun couple, Melanie Ann Temple and Chad Lamar Temple, are accused of embezzling over $200,000 from the Belmont Baptist Church. Melanie, formerly the church secretary, allegedly made unauthorized purchases with church credit cards for personal use, including home items and vacations. Melanie faces criminal felony charges, including criminal receipt of goods and financial transaction card fraud, while Chad faces similar charges along with probation violation. Melanie has been released on bond, while Chad remains in custody. The investigation is ongoing. For updates, visit CalhounTimes.com. We have opportunities for sponsors to get great engagement on these shows. 
Call 770-799-6810 for more info. Chief Justice Michael Boggs addressed the Georgia General Assembly, reporting a decline in backlogs of court cases due to pandemic-related challenges. However, shortages of prosecutors, public defenders, and court staff persist. Boggs highlighted the positive impact of federal funding from the American Rescue Plan Act, which aided in hiring staff and upgrading technology, resulting in an 11% decrease in case backlogs statewide. He urged lawmakers to support House Bill 947, which addresses payment reforms for judges and endorses legislation to safeguard judges' personal information and increasing threats. Additionally, Boggs mentioned revisions facilitating lawyer availability in rural areas, particularly for spouses of active duty service members. In northwest Georgia, new reported COVID-19 cases surged to 243 over the past week, the highest since late August. Floyd County recorded 53 new cases, Bartow County reported 105, which is more than double from the previous week. Gordon County had 41, also more than doubled, Polk County reported 36, and Chattooga County had 8 cases. Statewide, Georgia saw 4,324 new cases and 45 deaths, the highest in over 5 months. Fortunately, none of the deaths occurred in northwest Georgia, and a free COVID-19 test site at the Coosa Valley Fairgrounds is open from 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. on weekdays and Saturday. Back in just a moment. This is Leah McGrath, your Ingalls dietitian. Are you looking to save money on your grocery shopping trip? Don't overlook Laura Lynn products. Laura Lynn is our store brand or private label line of products that taste great and represent great savings for you and your family. So be sure and give Laura Lynn products a try. The Georgia House representatives passed legislation, Senate Bill 63, which prohibits no cash bail for a wide range of offenses, both violent and nonviolent, including murder, rape, drug-related crimes, and white-collar offenses. The bill, supported by Republicans, aims to prevent Georgia from adopting the no-cash bail policy seen in other states. Democrats raise concerns about the impact on low-income individuals, arguing that it penalizes the poor and undermines criminal justice reforms. Additionally, they criticize provisions limiting charitable organizations from posting more than three cash bonds per year. The bill now awaits Governor Brian Kemp's signature to become law. The Gordon County Board of Commissioners approved several budget amendments, primarily for employee raises and various funds totaling over $1.1 million in expenditures. Efforts to update the Hazardous Materials Ordinance progressed with proposed changes addressing proper handling and disposal. The amendments involve incorporating updated fire codes and international building codes. Proposed amendments include penalties for violations and permit fees aiming to enhance safety protocols. Surplus items such as antique furniture and trailer mobile units were also approved for disposal or donation. Additionally, extensions for temporary alcohol licenses were also granted, pending background checks for ABC convenience stores and Fairmount American Legion Post 305. Thanks again for listening to today's Northwest Georgia News Podcast. For more on these stories and other great content, visit northwestgeorgianews.com. If you enjoy these shows, we encourage you to check out our other offerings like the Cherokee Tribune Ledger Podcast, the Marietta Daily Journal, the Community Podcasts of Rockdale, Newton, and Morgan Counties, or the Paulding County News Podcast. Giving you important information about our community and telling great stories are what we do. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us on our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. 
Add us to your Alexa flash briefing or your Google Home briefing. And be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of the BG Ad Group, all rights reserved.